0: Welcome to the rupaul's drag race recap show for season 15 episode 6 titled old friends gold my name is joe batanz and i am joined as always by two wow well, this is not i don't write these scripts geriatric co host first from the podcast breaking down bad books please say oh you look lovely uh, to nathan patrick brown coming to us from australia hello nathan patrick brown Hi, Gay! (laughs) I was kind of excited to see her, I'm not gonna lie. Me too, (laughs) me too. Yeah. And it's America's favorite doll designer. Please say... Are you feeling rock and roll? To Javi (laughs) Meabe. Hello, Javi, how are you? Hi, thanks for having me. We're so excited to have you. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. Javi, you don't know this. We have a... It seems, Nathan, like almost all of our rotating co-hosts are Mexican, which I'm fine with, right?
1: Yes, presentation.
0: But one of them is Christian, and Christian sort of sees himself as the fashion maven of the show, so it's good to have someone with real knowledge
2: uh, here. Yeah, because I don't know shit, so it's good that we've got people coming on.
0: I can't tell if Nathan's being sarcastic to me or not, or... No, I don't know. shit. It seems
2: genuine, yeah.
0: Okay. It's it's hard to tell with the Australians. So have you been to Australia, Javi? mm Oh, really? Oh,
1: interesting. The only thing that I know is like when Tyra Banks did that horrible thing when they all went to Australia and they had to do like Australian accents and it went horribly wrong. <laughs> I don't remember what recycled oh, like Australian this? accents. <laughs> it was it was bad. It was bad. Did she
0: I always like the one she does it because she used to do it like oh like remember when she did the acting one where she when she fainted?
1: Oh, don't worry. In that episode, she came out in a kangaroo outfit.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> great. Yeah. I mean, I used to watch it. I think I watched like the first like eight or nine cycles. I don't remember how I went. I watched. I have, except for the one where she screamed at the girl. I have zero memory of it.
1: Yeah, I watched it during quarantine, and I was like, "This doesn't age well." At oh, it all. didn't
0: age well at all. No,
1: and then I felt like at the time when I was a kid, I was like, "Wow, this is like really how the fashion industry works." And I was like, "Yeah, no, like this is all."
0: i don't know did you see that video this week of the girl at the fashion show when she's sitting at the table and then she gets up and then the tablecloth is her dress or whatever did you see this i (laughs) didn't see that oh my god you guys didn't see this oh my god it (laughs) was the it was like what you would see in a movie making fun of fashion like she's sitting at a table i think it's the end of the (laughs) runway show and then she just gets up (laughs) and she walks away it takes a while and then it's but the tablecloth is part of her train a term I learned last week and so she walks away and as she walking away, it pulls the entire tablecloth with all the dishes and everything off the table.
1: And
2: she walks so off. The cutlery's falling yes, and everything. Yes,
1: that reminds me of like a quote that Bretman Rock said once, mm-hmm. when they asked him like at a job interview, like, uh, what do you bring to the table? And she was like,
2: I am the table.
1: <laughs> so like, I've always wanted like to say that. So I'm going to make that runway outfit and say that. Oh, when I'm
2: yeah. at a picnic. Yeah, you, I didn't know Bretman Rock had quotes he's and pretty, catchphrases. He's good,
1: I, I, like he's quick.
2: Would well, have know it from Snatch Game. Oh, no, that was horrible.
1: Or Mayari was Bretman Rock, right?
2: Yeah.
0: How come she didn't use any of his quotes like that?
1: I know this was last
2: season, too, yeah. so sorry. Or the last
1: episode, so sorry that we're, no, like, no, go jumping all over the place. But, like, I was so surprised because he's pretty, like, to me, it's like, like, he has chickens. He, like, does cereal reviews. He has a sister named Princess. Like, there were so many things he could have pulled that he didn't that I was like, I don't understand, like, what he's doing.
0: This is what, but this is why you know someone had said this is why you don't do snatch game early on because you get these. But I'm like, no, this is why you do snatch yes, game. Yes, you weed out early. the
1: hurt, like you weed them out quickly. Yeah,
0: but I like seeing the messes. I like seeing mm-hmm. that. Mm. I do too. Now, one of the things that happened over the past week, Javi, you don't know this. I'm not even sure Nathan knows this. Some people know about this. I started playing around. Well, I've been playing around with this Chat GPT for like weeks. Okay, do you guys know about Chat GPT? It's that AI. You don't know about Chat GPT? javi's shaking his head chat gpt is this new thing it's like the hot thing it's ai but unlike any ai it actually can write things for you and it's very natural look it has no soul but it's really good at it right and people have been using it people are going crazy because it really is the beginning of the end for a lot of people right this is when the we're seeing you know like on the planet of the apes when you saw like (laughs) this is the this is the planet of the apes moment right here right and so there's ChatGPT, and then you just give it a prompt and it writes it, right? Then they have another thing that I've been playing with, which is AI voices, which actually sound, look, are they sound perfect? No. But they're better than any AI voice you've ever heard in your entire life. And in fact, you can upload your own voice and it makes a version of your voice.
1: I've seen that. Like, where like, it sounds like Kim Kardashian, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: So, what I did this week, we have to do where we plug different things. I had Chat GPT write the ad, right? Amazing. To write the, the Patreon promotion. And then I uploaded my voice and Lori Roggenkamp's voice to promote the items. So, right now, what we're going to play, right? You know how I'm always talking about Patreon, Nathan, top of the show? Uh-huh. We're going to play... The AI vo- version of my voice. I'm going to tell you something. It did turn me into uh, a Sean Cody model on Quaaludes. Okay. <coughs> but here's the I... Patreon promo- version of my voice promoting uh, Patreon. Where is it? Why did I lose it? The- oh, here it is. Okay.
3: Hey there, RuPaul's Drag Race fans. This is Joe Batance, your favorite host of the RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast. If you're a diehard fan like me then you'll definitely want to join our Patreon community. As a member, you'll get early access to our episodes, so you can be the first to hear all the latest Drag Race news and gossip. Our Patreon episodes are also longer, so you'll get even more in-depth analysis and discussion. But wait, there's more. As a Patreon subscriber, you'll also gain access to our Discord community, where you can share your thoughts and opinions about Drag Race, chat with other fans about other non-drag-related topics, and gain access to the Porn Decor Lounge. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to join us for live shows and bonus content that you won't find anywhere else. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for our Patreon membership today at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia and take your RuPaul's Drag Race obsession to the next level. See you in the Discord. I wrote none of that. I didn't
0: say what? any of Nope. It was all, everything I, you I heard that was, I've add. heard
2: you say that before.
0: I that's everything crazy. there was ai produced ai wrote it and ai said it ai wrote it and AI said it's it.
2: nice to hear you talk with a little bit of passion and enthusiasm oh for yeah once. like that's
0: oh that's great. hey fuck like, look, like in a gape like hey bro after you go to afterthought media and uh sign up at the patreon level i'll suck your fucking dick motherfucker you know like
1: <laughs> this was so creepy
0: I, it, it is creeping. Just wait to hear... Well, you don't know Lori, Javi, but the, she's going to do the YouTube one. We'll do it before the break. When we go to the break, we'll do Lori's YouTube commercial. All right. Great. But before we do that, this week, the queens form gr- grandma girl groups and debut their singles on the main stage. The category is tie die to Die for. Ora Maiari is named the winner of the challenge, while Robin, Fierce, and Jax are placed in the bottom two. After a lip-sync battle for their lives, Jax was told, Shantae, you stay, while Robin Fierce was asked... To sashay away. Ladies, uh, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Javi, why don't we start with you? You're a special guest. Can you come up right now with two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not?
1: Um, I really liked the. I always like when they do musical stuff. Like, that's my favorite because I feel like that really shows, like, the talent. Um, what I didn't like about it, I really felt like this episode was kind of like like meh. Like, there was nothing, like, exciting about it. Which, like, even, like, the runway, like, it, when I was watching it, like, I think by the fourth girl came out, I was like, wait, what's the theme? I was, like, so confused.
0: It's but. funny. It's funny you said, Have right before Javi watched the episode, Nathan, he messaged me and he goes, is there anything I should look out for? And I was like, no. It, you know, <laughs> it felt like an AI wrote the episode. <laughs> like, it, it was just so <laughs> generic and soulless. Nathan, what about you?
2: This is a struggle for me. So, I'll say one thing I liked was RuPaul's cardigan when he came down and introduced Mm -hmm. the main main challenge. Enjoyed (gasps) Ah, that that cardigan. That was
1: a cute cardigan. I did like that. The other thing I liked about the
2: episode, I guess, was the Untucked. So, it's not actually the episode, but the Untucked included the old gays because I was a bit bummed watching the episode that the old gays just walked on and then walked off and were never to be heard from again. So, they did what you said, Joe, and they did an Untucked exclusive, which was genius. Yes. Have you been writing into MTV or something, Joe?
0: I forgot to tell you, my name is MTV. I own MTV. <laughs> yeah, right. I have made so it's much Carson money. Daly. Yes. I'm Carson <laughs> Daly. I made so much money from this podcast that I bought MTV. I didn't tell anybody.
2: Great. You know, but About i bought- got time. MTV. Yeah. Can you make the runways longer? Nope.
0: That, that's how you're short, right? This one was shorter than usual, yeah.
2: Shorter than usual. Um the thing I didn't like are the judges' piss poor attitudes. Like I know that they rigged the show with their reactions, but, like, (laughs) Rue watching that hip-hop number just being, like, stone-faced, I was like, are you you fucking kidding me? And then to tell Marsha about her makeup again when she was wearing makeup, but Marsha's not even on the fucking stage during the critique. Like, don't go give another queen Mm -hmm. a critique for another queen who's backstage. Mistress wants her own critiques. Oh, and then Michelle, Michelle says to Anitra, oh, you really have to learn your lyrics when it's a lip sync. Knowing lyrics is important for a lip sync. It's like, oh, is it, bitch? On, f- after 15 seasons of Drag Race America and 58, like, international seasons, now I'm hearing that it's important to know the lyrics for a lip sync, Michelle. Wow. really very passionate. Javi, you wanted to weigh in there. What do you want to say?
1: Yeah, I thought the same thing because when me and my partner were watching it, uh, like, I was like, why doesn't rule? I feel like the hip hop one was like the strongest. Like it, like was cohesive. I love that they look kind of like old ladies, but like old ladies that you would kind of maybe see maybe on the street. Like it didn't look sloppy. It was good. And I was like, why doesn't rule like this? But even Michael was like, are they just fucking with us? Because I don't understand why he would make these faces.
3: Yeah,
0: we will definitely. I have a lot to say about that when we get to that in the show. But yes, hundred percent. Okay, here's what I liked. Megan Salter I thought was really funny. I thought I heard a little yeah. comments or anything. It kind of livened it up. Uh, also, you know, I have to be honest with you. This Leland, the songs weren't horrible. Sometimes his songs are kind of horrible. These songs weren't horrible. I'll give it to him. The thing I didn't like, and you guys touched on this, I thought the judging was really weird. Like, really, Fucked. really weird. Like, some of the people who are in places, and this happened last week, too, I'm like, what are these choices they're making? They're so bizarre. Why? Okay. I'm not going to. I can see myself getting way too into it. Let's just jump right no, into go it. Go off, sis. No, yeah,
2: I'm
1: interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go off. We'll, just,
0: we'll get to when we get to it. But what I'm going to say is, Spice should have been in the bottom.
2: Hey, can you leave it for when we get to that part of the episode? You no. son of a bitch. I <laughs> we'll swear talk about it, it later. All
1: right.
0: <laughs> after Amethyst elimination, Selena has a newfound motivation after beating in the bottom, and Malaysia hopes she can ride the momentum. Of her top placement to a win. All right. Everything that happened at the top of the show, Nathan, before with the title screen and everything, what do you think, Nathan? Anything you have to say there?
2: Nothing really happened. So, it's a bit hard to, to comment on it. Yeah. I think they're just planting seeds of uh, Malaysia mistress rivalry throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like that's forced. And they sort of maybe said on the bus back to the hotel, they were like, do you want to start something? Because <laughs> there's nothing going on.
0: It seems like, you know, I've had this before where it starts funny and then all of a sudden it's not funny anymore. And we don't know when that, and I where like that's where it's going from the preview for next week. Yeah. What about you, Javi? What do you think? Any, were there any moments here in this part of the show that you want to bring up?
1: Yeah, I was kind of like blase. It was kind of like, like, hit these beats, let's keep on moving, you know? Because, I don't know, I, I don't really like also like Selena's. Like I, Something about her like rubs me the wrong way. But
2: Wow. I,
0: I'll tell I don't you know what, know it, what is. it is. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. I felt the same way too. And I don't know if you know this. This is, I talked about it on a sh- previous show, but I don't, maybe I didn't make a big deal about it. She's not only doing drag as a woman, she's also doing drag as uh, Chicana. She's not uh-huh. Mexican and she's not from LA. Uh, wait, what? She's not Mexican. <laughs> that, and so that's, serious? that's what your instinct is
1: seeing that. Oh shit! Okay, yes. Because to me, when I first saw her, like I felt like you can do a chola, but you can do her glam. You can do her like there's like to me, like it's almost like um very stereo Okay, that makes sense. It's very it's very stereotypical of what you think someone is, an old version of what you think a chola is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, there's a lot
0: of things playing here, but it, what what happened to you reminds me of. Did you ever read this Malcolm Gladwell book Blink? So in the, in the book "Blink," it's about trusting your gut instincts, and it opens up this is the opening story in the book, where he talks about there was this master forger, and he did these amazing forgeries of like ancient Greek art that fooled a bunch of, uh, like, um, art people, right? Yeah, but, I think I know this story. Yeah, yeah yeah. In the book he talks about, though, that like when they actually had experts in that field, look at it, they, they never doubted it was real. But they would look at it and they would feel this disgust. And they didn't know why. They just didn't like the art. And it was because there was something happening where they just knew it wasn't real. So Selena titties, A, is not Mexican. B, she's Honduran. B, she's not from Los Angeles. She's from like uh, Northern Northern (laughs) California. And also Robert pointed this out. And I went and found it. I should have pulled the audio. She doesn't even have an ethnic or urban accent. She literally sounds like me. So, this whole thing is a ruse. I don't... Oh, my... I don't know how this said... That,
1: that's not good.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll send you the video. If someone Please. actually could post... Oh, I don't know how you can see it. I'll send you the video afterward, Javi, of her as, like, a, a baby drag queen. And she literally sounds the way I talk. She's like, hi, this is Selena S. Titties, and I'm from Modesto, or I don't know where she's from.
1: Uh, somebody's Like, something's gonna happen. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that, that all comes to the light. I mean, But I think that's required. why...
0: That's what, that's what you're seeing there. That's what you're seeing.
1: All right, um...
0: The next day in the workroom, Mistress tells Malaysia she should have been in the bottom before RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's maxi challenge. This week, the queens will split themselves into three Golden Gal girl groups, write and record original verses, and choreograph a main stage performance. It's up to the queens to decide which group gets which song, a heavy metal anthem, a country ditty, or a hip-hop bop. Before Ru leaves, uh, he brings in special guests, the old gays, to pass on some words of wisdom to the Queens. Javi, any big thoughts here when they come into the workroom, the challenge, the old gays, blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. I actually did like that they brought the old gays. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. And I also, um, because I always feel like that's that's great to kind of bring old history back, especially for the new generation that doesn't really know kind of like the mm-hmm. struggles that the gay community had to kind of overpack like, go through. Yeah um so i always i like that it always gets me nervous when they have to like go into groups because you know it's always that like kind of awkward like being picked last so i was like i get the same
0: thing too i get the same nerves where i'm like am i gonna like how i feel like i would be the one like (laughs) trying to get in to all the groups and whatnot (laughs) so like i nathan do you feel that way too
2: no, no. Oh. He's
1: like I was picked all the time. I
0: don't. <laughs> no, but you know what, Javi? You bring something up that I think is going to come up later. Is I might as well bring it up now, actually, because it's kind of related to this. I noticed that Mistress Isabel Brooks, who is an actual Mexican, everyone's afraid of the her sense of humor by my mouth. That's a very Mexican American sense of humor, where you show love through basically tearing them down. <laughs>
2: That's also drag queens. True. I don't know why they're not like. Why are they shocked by this? Because
0: (laughs) here's the deal, Nathan. I'm telling you. I've talked about it before, and I'll say it. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The show has changed. The show has changed. Mm. So in the old days, these were people. The the early days. I'm talking about maybe up through season nine. Let's say the first ten years of the show. We had a lot of people in the cast. And the earlier you go, the more girls we have like this. Definitely before season seven. Who, before there was a RuPaul's Drag Race, before there was anything, can you imagine you're a person, and I'm not denigrating this, I'm actually saying it's actually kind of amazing, there was no TV show, there was nothing, and they were like, I have this need to dress like a woman, and go to bars, and have people throw money at me, (laughs) for no reason whatsoever, they just had to do it, (coughs) and I think there's a certain kind of personality that comes with that. And also, you become tough. Now, drag is a viable career because of Drag Race, and so now you have these queen like, This is what I'm going to do to make money. And I think it's a different kind of thing. Hobby weigh in. I feel like you want to say something.
1: No, I, I was ag- I was agreeing with you. Yeah, 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 totally,
0: Nathan. So anyway, so Nathan, so I think a lot of them are still, especially these young bedroom queens who aren't going to the drag shows and they're not. They're so used to doing it in the room and only getting praise for how hot they are and how cute they are. Mistress is in the because Mistress. Here's another shocking thing. Hobby may not know this. I don't know Nathan if you know this. She's only 24 years old, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Holly is constantly being shocked,
0: right? So, Mistress is only 24. She's an old soul, right? She seems a lot older, but uh, according to her, she's only 24 years old. So, I think... uh, I don't remember what point I was making there. I was going to make a point there. But, uh, yeah, but but she's actually been in the trenches in the dressing rooms with some of the top queens. She knows how they are. And then she has that Mexican-American sense of humor. Nathan, did you have any thoughts here on this, uh, everything that happened when they walked in?
2: Yeah, so I I enjoyed that the old gays came in as the pit crew because I was like, finally, a diverse pit crew. Who would have thought it would take the old gays to fix the pit crew diversity problem? And finally, a hot pit crew. And I kept thinking, Lori's going to be mad. Mm -hmm. She doesn't like one old pit crew person, so imagine three. She'd be fuming. (laughs) Oh, yeah,
0: it's true. It's a good point. Um,
2: I think I think they were they stuffed their pants though. I mean, I don't know if you guys oh, you were looking so? that closely, but they were wearing cups. hmm hmm oh. And then this Marsha, Marsha, Marsha.
0: Oh, wait, I hope you say I hope you say what I'm gonna say. I hope you say what I was gonna say. Go ahead. I'm very excited.
2: Well, I just didn't really like when she said the old gays, they're the cutest little old babies in the world. And I was like, don't infantilize and desexualize Thank them, you. bitch.
0: Thank you. I was like, I had it in my notes, I'm like, am I gonna bring this up? I don't want to bring it up. I don't know. And I was like, yes, Nathan, I felt the same way that I go, oh, this is such young bullshit where uh-huh. they're infantilizing them and desexualizing them and making them like, oh, you're a cute little old person.
2: And I was like, yeah, you cute little old person. Tell us about AIDS. And it's yeah. like, okay. like, they have lives. they <laughs> you know, Especially they're real that people.
0: generation. They yeah. literally saw their friends fucking just die. Didn't one of them say that he's the only one left from his friend group?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Javi, you to away in here.
1: No, that, Yeah, I, I'm sorry. That's right. I agree. And I also think they... Don't they also appear in, like, uh, buzz, a bunch of BuzzFeed stuff, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think mm-hmm. there's going to yeah. be
0: some sort of documentary or something, a docu-series about them. Oh, that's cool. Them. That's awesome. What I will say, though, is half the old gays, I looked this up, actually, are in their late 70s. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. But the other half are in their late 60s, which isn't too far from RuPaul. And RuPaul's like, oh, hi, old gays. And I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) You're like, um, you should be on this side. Yeah, yeah, you're on the the right side where you are. Why don't you walk out with them? And I was like, I don't know who RuPaul thinks she is. All right. Uh, Next, in the workroom, the girls uh, listen to all three songs and weigh their options. Malaysia and Sasha square off. With Lux in a battle for the heavy metal song, no one backs down. So a random draw awards heavy metal to Team Malaysia, leaving Team Lux with country. Let's stick around there. Um, This is the big moment where they were facing. That's the only thing that really happened. But Nathan, did you have any thoughts on everything that happened in the workroom after RuPaul set them free?
2: Yeah, I thought it was hilarious how watching it back. Because I'm trained with the edit. When someone's fighting over a role, either you get it and you fail or you don't get it and you fail. Mm-hmm. But it was the hip hop people, the other group, the third group that were just happy to take hip hop. They're the ones that are doomed. So, I thought that oh, was I funny. I know. so funny. Um, yeah. On a rewatch. But I don't know why they're fighting over heavy metal. Like, I thought country would have been the I, easiest.
0: I, I know. I have very complicated thoughts on this. But before we do, let's get to Javi. Javi, what are you thinking about this fight and the, all the moments and everything?
1: Well, I was glad when they were like, just put your ha- uh, your names on a hand, we'll pick it out. Because I was like, okay, yes. Because like, this, is- this fight is going too long. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, g- you're wasting time, like in my head. And then I was also glad when the other group got it. Because I was like, oh, thank God. Because I felt like yeah. they were being kind of bitchy. And I was yeah. like, I don't yeah. want them to get it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, same. I, I think, yeah. It was what about- was so... Sorry, what was so ridiculous was when Malaysia's like, no, I don't want to do fucking rock, paper, scissors. I don't want to do that. That's crazy. Let's draw it out of a hat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like the same thing. It's just a different, like, way to do it.
0: <laughs> I forgot to say this in the top of the show, and I'll say it now. Malaysia, we're, we haven't seen a lot of her, but she's kind of a ridiculous person who lives, like, in La La Land, right? Who, like, she's, she, like if I were her, if I had only never sewed before supposedly, and I made that dress and I was in the top, I would be like, I fooled them. (laughs) But she really acted all of a sudden like she was like a master seamstress and was like, yeah, Yeah. I should be here. And I was like, what is going on? And then here, yeah, she was being a lot. Speaking of, so we're actually going to take a little bit of a left turn here. We're going to go to Untucked right now, okay? We're going to Untucked because this comes up again in Untucked. So it makes sense actually to bring this up now. So for people who didn't watch Untucked, Here's what happens. The girls go back in the workroom. And as soon as they sit down, they're chit-chatting this, that, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then Malaysia just weighs in on that moment in the workroom. And she and Lux have at it. And then we're going to have a special appearance by Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Which I feel sorry for Marsha, Marsha in this moment. And now I feel sorry for Malaysia Baby Doll Fox because we know how Marsha, 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 Marsha's fans are. All right, here we go. Let's, let's We'll start, mm-hmm. we'll stop every few seconds and comment, here we go. Me, particularly, I really wanted to do heavy metal. By the way, this is Malaysia baby doll Fox talking. And when y'all turned around, you said, we're doing heavy metal. She's talking to Lux. I was like, wait, 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 no. no. The reason why I stood my ground is because I felt like their and group was being that. bullied.
1: You and Sasha really stood your ground, and I really respected Sasha that. Sasha almost
0: gave in. She was like, no. That's Spice talking to Malaysia.
1: I said, no, we're not. And I was like,
0: what if us to come to a conclusion? We have to figure something out. And the way that y'all was responding was like, we're not figuring nothing out. It's already said and done. Y'all was like, oh, we're doing it. It's ours. Blah, blah, blah. You already want to bully us and tell us, like, oh, this is what we want to do. I think we should stop
1: using the bully
0: word. I don't. Oh, okay, its stop here. So that's luck just weighs in. And she said, I think we should stop using the bully word. Nathan, what do you think? Were they being bullies, the girls who were doing this?
2: Um, I don't know if they were being bullies, but it came across as really shit. But I was a bit conflicted while it was unfolding because I'm like, usually I would say like watching the show, you're like, yeah, stand your ground. If you want the the role, you take the role kind of a thing. But it just kept going on and on and on. And that's when it verged into uncomfortable territory.
1: Harvey, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I felt like the way the group, when they were like, "Well, we're already doing it," like that kind of annoyed me because I was like, "Well, what gives you guys the right? Like, just because you really want it?" um, Which I agree, and I I agree. Like, I don't think they were being bullies, but I just think they were being bitchy. Like, they were purposely being. I think one of them said they're being mean girls, and I was like, "Yeah, "Yeah, they're they totally are."
2: Here's what's tricky, (laughs) and I
0: don't know why no one said this in what we saw. Is because I watched it a couple of times. Don't you get the sense that they were playing that role as a joke? Like, we're playing this mean girl role as a joke because we know this is what happened in the show. So we're going to be like, ha ha ha, you ain't getting this. Um, So, like, yes, they were being bullies. And yes, they were being mean girls. But I kind of got the sense it was very tongue in cheek. Like, yeah, they really wanted it, but they were playing it up for this bit they were doing. And that Malaysia didn't realize it was a bit
2: i do sort of get that impression because like their main argument was lux i'm wearing the hat already yes! so i have to have that team and it's like well you bitch you're always wearing the fucking <laughs> yeah, hat and, so and if that's w- your logic it must be make-believe
0: and lux would say things like so since we're doing heavy metal you're gonna and they're like well clearly she's not serious <laughs> like she's not like it but it Who was knows? mean girl so it's like one of these things where like Malaysia is stupid for thinking they were being serious, but then the Lux is also being stupid because, like, well, this is the role you played. Why are you surprised when this person thinks that you really uh, were like that? Let's, let's carry on. She's gonna Lux is gonna. We're giving <laughs> Lux more of a chance to explain herself.
1: I think it was
0: that's bullying. how I felt. Like that's how I felt. You
1: felt like we were bullying y'all because we said that we wanted to do heavy metal. It was more so. We're doing heavy metal, and that's that. How? But that was the bit. Ever, y'all yeah, were also pushing back going. and saying, oh, well, no, we want to do heavy metal. Just because we were saying we are doing heavy metal versus y'all saying, oh, well, we want to do it.
0: <laughs> you know- That's kind of a cop out on Luck's part. I would have been a bitch. We yes. were joking.
2: <laughs>
0: I was saying, like,. We would like to
1: do heavy metal. Like, what is everybody else thinking? I don't think any of us intended it for it to come off as us bullying you, saying that we were doing heavy metal. I don't think it was that serious. If I'm being real. Okay,
0: I think we're gonna get we're getting close to the part where Marsha Mason. Do you want to say anything else before we go on, Nathan?
2: OCP, oh, O oh, child, please. Javi, <laughs> <laughs> what about you?
1: I don't know. I feel like to me, it's almost like. Like, there, you can't like poke the bear, and then when the mm-hmm. bear gets mad, they're like, oh, I was just kidding. Like, yeah. that was just a joke. It's mm-hmm. like, You didn't know, like, it's like, Well, no, that's really not like, uh, you're, that's a cop out. Like, you realize that you were being bitchy, and it was recorded on TV, and now you're like saying, Oh, well, I was just joking.
0: No, no, you know? I agree with you. When I when I was, I had the same emotions as Nathan. Like, I was like, I hope those fucking bitches don't get who metal it be so Yeah, I really they didn't want
1: them to get it. Yeah. I was gonna be pissed if they got it. Yeah were you like upset with everyone as a whole or, or just the overall vibe but you felt like it was like entitlement
0: how is it entitlement y'all were still giving well it's the definition <laughs> of entitlement you were literally saying it's ours <laughs> We like like you're literally if they if you were going to show entitlement in a definition it would be what they were doing it was like yeah. well it's ours because it's ours us
1: the same amount of pushback. Okay, After guy had had already okay, put foot I'm, I'm so sick of talking about this. <laughs> okay. Oh, she's gonna be talking. I'd be like, then go to the other room. Okay. It's
0: one of the... Look, here's the deal. I'm sure Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is sick of talking about it. <laughs> but I have to say this, and I hope... Look, I was raised with white people, so I'm more you than anything. But if people of color are talking... Don't interrupt them and say you're tired of hearing them fight. Because, and it's not even necessarily that Marsha, Marsha, Marsha was wrong. I'm not even saying that. I'm not weighing in here. What I'm saying is this has happened to us so many times as people of color that white people tell us to shut up that you're going to bear the brunt of this right now. You're going to hear this, Marsha. Here we go. But before I go on, Nathan, do you want to say anything as a white person?
2: Well, as a white person who enjoys Untucked, let the bitches fight. Yes. Yeah, why is Marsha producing all of a sudden?
1: What about please, you, Marsha? Shut the fuck no, up. I agree. Go get a drink and then come back and watch that. <laughs> yes. like, if, if you're not in the fight, just be an observer. You, yes. know what I mean? you can be sick of talking it about happened. it, but I'm talking to it love. And, and just over. because you're
0: over it, you don't do that. And please do not cut me off. I'm sorry. Ever. Okay, I'm sorry. Do not disrespect. And by the way, the look on Marsha's eyes is Was so like, oh shit, what did I just do? I'm going to get fucking. Rail on social media for interrupting a black woman. I, oh, what did I, oh my God, she looks scared. Mm -hmm. She looks so scared. (laughs) I've never disrespected you ever. I've been, by the way, she brings up a good point right here. You're going to hear her say this, but like, I did notice this when I went back to pull the audio was Marsha, 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 Marsha is going on about how like she should have won, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And she is being really nice and talking to her and sort of engaging where she's not pushing back in, like, what?
1: Because I'm <laughs> very, Mojave, is Marsha, Marsha, Marsha in your looks list? She is. Okay. But, but I, I I'm I am i am also like, will you get to it? Like, I'm confused by it as well.
0: Okay. Nice to see everybody in this competition. And today I will stand my ground. I will not be disrespected. I'm sorry. And I'm so serious. She's so scared. I'm very sorry. Thank you. I didn't pull the rest of the audio because it, they go to break here and when they come back, they just apologize and hug it out. It's not a yeah, break. that's not There's, the fun part. Yeah, that's, that's not the fun part. Nathan, we finished it. What do you think here?
2: Yeah, I think you, you nailed it. I think Malaysia is in the right. Marsha was terrified and she's backing down. But I, yeah, I just don't want the, the toxic fandom to turn on Malaysia for... Voicing her. Oh, thoughts.
0: I'm sure it's already. Ha- I'm sure there's already I'm like, read reddit. There's like, yeah, because Mar- I don't know if Javi knows this, but Marsha had to come out and defend Mistress Isabel Brooks a couple of weeks ago because they were getting her fucking canceled because she got in a fight with Marsha. So, like, whenever a, a white twink is pressed on this show, the fucking racist ass fans come out and defend them. Mm. And so, I'm sure Malaysia's getting it fucking today, but um but here's the deal i also think malaysia's being ridiculous i'm just like why are i think she's been completely ridiculous i i think you guys were hitting that nail right in the head was i knew a guy who was a teacher and there was a girl who went crazy in the playground and she was was going wild and he went down there and to calm her down and he actually like put not his hands on her but like just like because she was going so crazy just like to like oh, oh he got so much trouble Got to go to training. And one of the things he learned in the training was when that happens, take the other kids out of the situation mm-hmm. and just let it burn out, you know? And that's what Marcia Mar- just shut her fucking mouth and just let this crazy person go on a rampage. Javi, we want to win. And wait also, in here.
1: like, if, if, if someone's pissed and they're like, uh, she probably she was festering inside, right? Like, I wouldn't yeah. go in and be like, hey, here are my two cents. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Just like, don't ask fuel over the
0: fire. <laughs> yes, 100%. A hundred percent. By the way, later in the workroom, before we go to break. First of all, Robin was fierce, was getting a lot of confessionals. And I was like, oh, shit, you in danger, girl. Because we have not seen you all yeah. season. And now we're seeing a lot of you. But I like how in the workroom she was making fun of Lucy for being in the hip hop group. And I was like, mm, well, we saw how that played out, Robin Fierce. All right. We are about to take a break. But before we do, remember, I told you we had AI write these ads and then had AI recorded. This is an AI version's voice. This is Lori, the AI's version of Lori Roggenkamp's voice reading an ad for everyone listening to join to subscribe to our YouTube channel. All right, here we go.
4: Hello, Drag Race fans. It's me, Lori Roggenkamp. If you love our RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast, you'll want to check out our YouTube channel where you'll get all the latest live recordings of our show as well as access to past live recordings, it's the perfect place to relive all the drama, comedy, and fabulousness of Drag Race and get the inside scoop from your favorite hosts. And the best way to make sure you never miss a live recording? Simply subscribe to our channel at youtube.com slash dragracerecap and you'll be notified every time we go live. So join the party and let's recap Drag Race together.
0: Yeah, It's all it takes. So we're on that note, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to talk about the rest of the episode. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. All right. I got to get something off my chest. By the time I finish watching RuPaul's Drag Race two times recording two different shows about it, and spending my entire week around RuPaul's Drag Race. The last thing I want to do is listen to other podcasts about RuPaul's Drag Race. But people are constantly saying, do you listen to this podcast or that podcast? And I'll be honest with you, I don't because I barely have time to record the one that I do. And I this, this, this sits on me, on my chest. So I have to get it off my chest because I'm like, Is this hindering my growth as a creator? So I'm glad I told you guys this. So you guys can stop recommending shows or asking me if I listen to Race Chaser or Sibling Rivalry. We all carry around different stressors, by the way. Big, small, serious, silly. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. Can you imagine if I went to therapy with this? And to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I have benefited tremendously from therapy, tremendously. And it's a way for me to work out different problems that I've had and I've shared those problems with you before. If you have stressors in your life, you need to talk them out. That's how you release the toxicity is by talking it out, and therapy can help do that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. When they designed it, they designed it to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist. And by the way, if you don't like your therapist, you can just switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DragRace today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DragRace. back. You know, one of the things that we did, forgot to talk about was, who the fuck is Javi? <laughs> like, we just said, <laughs> know Javi's here, and then we started talking, because we just started getting into the conversation. But Javi, he's America's favorite doll designer. No, Javi, <laughs> I want to be careful here. What would you say are the dolls you design that you're the most proud of?
1: Uh, there's been a couple. I worked on the Barbie Via the Muertos doll. I worked on the Gloria Stefan doll. and oh, you did. uh did? Yeah, I work. I helped kind of launch this uh, babysitters skipper segment, which okay. is in Target and stuff. So it's it's pretty cool to see your stuff and shells and stuff. People should
0: know because my cousin does what Javi does, and I I tried to get this Dia de Muertos doll. Right? Did you have done? Have you done all of them or just a few? Yeah, I've done all of them. Okay, you've done all of them. These things sell out so fast. I can never get them. And what people should know is. Just because your friends are related to them, they have no hookups. <laughs> I cannot I can't do anything. And so how do you have any tips, Javi, for how I can get a the other one at those doll next the next one comes out?
1: Uh yeah, I think just go on the website. Like you can get notified. Like okay. I think like the upcoming one and like mm-hmm. always check like our channel to see like when it's coming up. Like I actually buy a set as well, just because like I wanna, you know, support it and I, I stay up till midnight until it goes out so that's that's my strategy yeah you don't get one i i get one but i still want to buy one you know what i mean i still want to support it and i usually give that give that to my mom oh yeah. okay there you go now because i don't want to so, give her the free one i don't want to be like here's a free one that i got <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've
0: i've always wanted to get it and then by the time i find out about it it's too late now one of the things i know that that's nothing to do with javi or my cousin separately i have a friend john paul and his boyfriend who we call evil john is obsessed with dolls obsessed and these everyone should know these doll designers you may or may not know them but they're so famous now with these doll people but do you have like like doll fans like doll groupies that know you and you're famous and they're like oh my god
1: Kind of, yeah, like I'll, I'll randomly pop up on YouTube videos, like which which is is cool, it's like a little it catches me off guard a little bit, but it's always nice because it's like I, I like when they appreciate the work and they see the detail and i I was also a doll collector before oh, you I were. was, yeah, in my field, so i I it, it, that's like the the common thread that I have because i I know how much I appreciated collecting them, so it's cool to see other people appreciate my work,
0: so this is a good cause I was actually saying I wish Hobby was here this week or whatever week. Like, Sugar and Spice, I think last week Spice brought up their love of, like, they got their name from the Bratz dolls, right?
2: They've brought up dolls every episode except for this one, oh, which okay. is ironic.
1: Well, yeah, I wonder yeah. if the, pr- the production was like, put that shit down. Like, we we can't, we're gonna get sued. But, like, a lot of their looks are actually based off of, like, brats. Like, I think the last look when um, Spice had that, like, British flag, that was mm-hmm. from Pretty and Punk Bratz and um see, this like, is amazing su- that you know that yeah <laughs> and like the sugar and spice like that's actually based off of uh brats twins so that's where oh. and one is sh- one is a sweet one one is an edgy one so their looks are like i can see their references a lot when they mm-hmm. when they do it um all
0: right well look I'm always very impressed. For people who are old-school Drag Race recap fans, you would have heard Javi and Natalie on on previous shows. Remember, we would do the looks in that random studio in Whittier. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. And so uh, you guys know that they know exactly what they're talking about. All right, let's move on to the Maxi Challenge recording Leland and Freddie are on set to produce the Golden Girl singles, Robin can't nail her lyrics, Marsha lists her Broadway accolades, and or resists getting into the heavy metal headspace. On the main stage, each team takes turns choreographing their performance, Team Hip Hop debates Walker versus Kane, Marsha takes charge for Team Country, and Mistress Shades, Team Heavy Metal, from the sidelines. Let's talk all things maxi-challenge recording, choreo rehearsals, why don't we start with you, Javi?
1: That was awkward. Like, I would feel really intimidated if I had to practice while people were watching me. Like, I don't like that. Like, that makes me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, cause like it just feels like there's more pressure. You're on a, You're like you're like on a time crunch. Like I, I, I don't like that. So to me, I was like, fuck, like please. And and you know the the people on this side are like purposely saying shit to like freak you out. Mm-hmm. Also, like if I had a musical theater background, that's the last thing I would fucking say. Cause when you bomb that, it's gonna be like, well, I thought you had a musical theater background. Oh,
0: we'll get to that in a second.
1: I always get nervous when they say they have a background in something and then they bomb.
0: We'll get to that in a second, Nathan. What about you?
2: I love when they rehearse in front of the other teams. I, it's my favorite trope <laughs> on Drag Race. Because they're all, because you get that shady person like Mistress yeah. who's like, this is what you fought for. Yeah. And it's just, that's fun to watch for me. Yeah. And um, yeah, and the, and the recording of the lyrics, I mean, it was fine. Aura is so annoying when she's like, I don't want to hurt my voice. It's like,
1: bitch. Yeah, like, who are you? Like for what? 20 minutes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll drink tea. Get tea on yeah,
2: the side What does like, she, she need her voice for? Who is she? Pavarotti? <laughs> yeah. And she's lip-synch. Is she, she Leah so Michelle like, performing like seven nights a week? No. no. You're gonna lip sync the song later. Mm-hmm. Just record it now.
0: Ay, 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 Okay, so on previous seasons, I've come down on this Leland. Mm-hmm. It's always Leland and Freddie. Two a couple of things. Everyone knows I do these clip zeros at the beginning where I drop some random phrase uh, on the show. This is an audio podcast. But if I were to be doing a video podcast, my clip zero would be Freddy, when they introduce him, (laughs) tipping the hat. Uh, (laughs) You guys got to go watch it. When they introduce Freddy, he legitimately tips the hat and bends down. And I was like, I want to go get that and turn it into a gift. And then we'll we'll, say, hi, Joe. I'll just do Freddy tipping the hat. (laughs) Yeah, please. Leland still has that stupid blonde hair. But I'm going to say something. People have been bitching and moaning about the short show and how it hurts this and hurts that. I'm going to say this Leland should be thanking whoever making these short shows. It made him not horrible. It made him likable and like whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. Leland, you were here. And then maybe he thought, you know what? Also, because he's, got, he's been on several seasons now, maybe he's gotten over that like trying to hardness. Does that make sense? But I thought Leland was perfectly fine this episode. I want to get to Marsha, Marsha, Marsha randomly. Like, I don't know if this is a mean edit, but but like Leland says to her, like, so Marsha, you know, do you have any background in singing or something like that? And she's like, oh, let me tell you my entire Broadway resume, mama, right? And it so reminds me of, there's this, this Instagram uh, twink named Tyler Joseph Ellis. Do you follow him, Nathan? Yeah. And he does these characters. And one of the characters he does is... Like, in theory, a high school theater boy who's like a senior and he's kind of cunty. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, that's Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is that high school senior theater boy who is like, oh, <laughs> hi. Yeah, I was in, you know, the production of Music Man. What were you
2: doing? And I'm like, that's her. She even <laughs> sounds like yeah. her. Like, it's crazy. My th- my thing with Marsha is like, you're not that great of a drag queen so maybe stick to Broadway. Like if you're already on Broadway you've made it to a national tour of Hollow Do- Dolly. Like stick to that career path perhaps.
0: It's elimination day and the queens get ready for their performances. Sasha gives a history lesson on a little known case of Hawaiian trans oppression and Mistress and Malaysia playfully shade each other over their grandma mugs. Nathan, any thoughts on this elimination day?
2: Not really. I, I did think what sasha was talking about was more interesting than the past few weeks with Lucy talking about getting bullied so mm-hmm. that was good all right Javi?
1: i liked sasha's story I, I thought it was i think it's important to have those like kind of stories be told so i i really like that yeah,
0: actually you know we we always see a story like this but i actually thought that one was very interesting i didn't know that one and the way she told the story yeah, was that. interesting i thought it was very impactful i agree mm-hmm. with you Javi. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's get to the golden gal gro- the golden gal girl group performances first up was team country uh let's start with you javi did you have any big thoughts on team country
1: I thought it was good I, I felt like it was a little chaotic though like there was just so much going on like the canes the friend like there was like a lot happening mm-hmm. but I thought it was cute and I don't know why, but now it makes sense. When now, after hearing about Selena's like true origin mm-hmm. story, is that like because you know how she was worried that she wasn't gonna like she was like I don't know how to be Western blah blah. blah. And I'm thinking like, well then just be Ranchetto. like you know what I mean now like you know that to me would have been an easy yes. solve. But now it makes yes. sense why she didn't think that yes, way. That's why
0: she didn't think that way? I was thinking the same thing too. I was like. A lot of Mexican music, but I already knew, but I was like, a lot of Mexican music, if you were Mexican, is very close to country, so you would be fine. Nathan?
2: I thought it was really good. This is probably my favourite of the three. It is the best one. They all all did really well, but I thought Lux was, like, incredible. Like, I didn't know she had that in her. She did really well. And I thought Marsha did the Cory. Like, I don't think she should win a challenge just for doing Cory, but the Cory was good. And I liked that their lyrics... It wasn't like a diss track. You know, they mm-hmm. were talking about being old and being friendly. And I know that was sort of the song, but it's it's nice and different for a Drag Race song to not be like, I'm the queen, crown me.
0: Okay, I'm going to say this now. It was good. It was it was the best of the three. But I'm going to, I'll be honest with you, I and mean, I watched it with a very keen eye. I don't really think they were all that different from each other, quality-wise. Like, one was better. I think country was better, or the best. But- the way they acted with hip-hop as if that was like a disaster, I'm like, it wasn't a disaster. It was fine, right? Country was still the best, but that was fine. But we'll get to it in a second.
2: So funny how they're like, oh, we're going to judge this one individually, not in teams. And then they put a whole team in the bottom. <laughs> <So it's> like, <laughs> why didn't you just do teams then? <laughs>
0: yeah. um, okay, the next one was the uh, Team Heavy Metal. Nathan, why don't we start with you? Any big thoughts on Team Heavy Metal?
2: I hated it. I don't know if it's just because I don't actually like heavy metal, but I thought this was the booger of the bunch. I didn't like their lyrics. Like, if you'll notice, Sasha, Aura, and Spice all made a joke about wetting their pants. And it's like, okay, we'll come up with a different angle. At least, like, just one of the four do a wet your pants joke. And I thought, like, Aura was completely overrated. I didn't get why she was elevated. Like, it just looked the same as everybody else.
0: Yeah, very good. Nate Harvey? Harvey?
1: Yeah, I agree. It was okay. Like, I wasn't, like, it was, like, probably, like, the middle one in the group. Like, you can tell they were safe. They're, like, okay, they're safe. Like, we're not going to eliminate anyone
0: here. I agree with Javi, not Nathan. All right, finally, we have uh, Team Hip Hop. Uh, They were called Old Dirty Bitches. Nathan, what do you think of this one?
2: Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought their dancing was actually really quite good. It was. And the way they judged it mm-hmm. is confusing because they said, Anitra, you flubbed so many lines, but I couldn't see a single flubbed line. And then they said, like, Jax was over dancing. And yet all of their dance parts were like solos. So, I don't know when they were all four dancing at the same time for her to over dance. I didn't- it made no I sense. it was fine. And they were in the moment, like, over
0: it. And I'm like- First of all, how are you like already like their lyrics were no really different from the other ones. It was like it was like they just decided this was going to be the shitty one. And they were all like Mm -hmm. stone faced. Poor Megan Stalter, who doesn't get the memo. She's like, ah, (laughs) loving it, you know, (laughs) Yeah, because it was good. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't bad. The dancing was good. I agree. Um, And by the way, other people didn't know their lyrics, too. Like Spice didn't know her lyrics. I was watching her cheat and there was somebody they really liked that they cut away for a long time. I'm like, Yeah, cause the bitch didn't know her lyrics. Probably. So. Yeah. All right. Well now it's time for Nathan's gonna be so mad at me, Javi, because he loves talking about the looks, and I sort of canceled that for this show because we have another show about that. But because we have you here, I was like, Let's have Javi on to talk more in detail about the looks. So I asked Javi, Nathan. To pull uh-huh. to, to maybe two or three likes that he ones that he liked and two or three that he didn't like. what were the ones you liked, uh, Javi?
1: You know, I, I I felt like this was tough okay. for me because I wasn't that impressed with everything. And like I said, I was like everything seemed kind of a mess, to yeah. be honest. Like and to me, okay, like this, somebody should have had a transformation because like white to tie-dye would have been looked so cool as like oh, yeah. a reveal or some oh, kind yeah. of look. Which I'm surprised nobody did that. So I was like, this is such an obvious transformation. But I liked Marsha's. Oh, you I did? Because I didn't show the reference. This I did is like controversial. It. it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense to the chat. I have to admit, it, it did not make sense to the tie-dye. I agree.
2: Okay. Can you but explain it to the me reference? then? What's the concept?
1: It's, it's when in the Brady Bunch, when Marsha got hit on the head with a football. Yeah. So that's, and it's like dripping. So, I think the drips were supposed to be the tie-dye, but I wish it was a little bit more. And also, like, if you're going to do Marsha, I'm going I'm going back. Like, to me, Brady Bunch's Bunch is so psychedelic. You could have oh, done a cool yes. psychedelic look with Yes. That, with, like, fringe or, like, you know what I mean? I, I like, couldn't
2: get what she was doing. Because I, I, I thought the theme was tie-dye and I didn't see tie-dye. And then I thought, you're right. Is she dyeing a tie-shaped stain? So it looks like a, t- like a necktie?
0: And I guarantee you there's 100% an episode where Marsha dressed in tie-dye or hippie clothes or something. A hundred percent. Yeah,
1: totally. I, I, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I, I think it's when they did like in the Brady Bunch, like this musical number. So she could have pulled reference from nah. that. That's a
0: very good point, Harvey. She overthought it. Or underthought it. All right. But we, but Javi liked it. We didn't like it, Nathan.
1: Yeah. I know. It's a very controversial. I knew it was going to be like a weird controversial. Okay. What's another one that you liked? I liked Sasha's because I felt like hers, even though it was like very obvious, like I was the the construction of the bodysuit looked great. I love that it was like an obvious tie dye. It was like latex. I love the oversized hat with the drips. Her makeup looked great. Like I felt like her theme, like you could tell what it was.
0: was did Did you pick more than two or how many did you do?
2: Okay, I could only put two. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Can you explain to me what Selena was wearing? Cause it looked like bacon.
1: Okay. So that was my bottom line, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. I did not like that. I felt like it looked messy. It looked all over the place. It wasn't cohesive. Like it looked, I think she was supposed to look like the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I got like oh. waves and maybe a shell. Maybe
4: after an oil that's spill. Where I,
1: some, but even her hair, like it just nothing looked cohesive, mm-hmm. you know? To me, if my if done, like if, if my thing was like Estelle Chicana, I would have done a tie Mexican fly. Oh, mm.
0: but Selena's not Mexican, so she didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, you were going to say something. Um, say? Uh,
2: yeah, Harvey, I do want to ask your opinion on uh, what I think was the biggest fashion statement of the episode, and it was Sasha's like golf shirt that she was wearing earlier on, like the day before. Do you remember that? Like, what the fuck was that?
0: I don't remember that. this, Nathan. What are you talking about?
1: what, what Was it in the episode? Yeah, like- when
2: they were listening to the songs and fighting over what teams. She was wearing like a green shirt with like the, the like colored triangles over her nipples and like a beige pant. Like she looked like she was going golfing. And I thought, what is going on here, Sasha?
1: Oh, like an argyle shirt, kind of. That's interesting. So one another one I didn't like was Jax's. I didn't like like the orange uh- and then the young
2: hideous no it was disgusting when sasha was saying that you know how those some drag queens used to get arrested after performing i was like lock jacks up because she looked (laughs) horrible
1: yeah it just i I don't like it those are my two bottom ones that i was like a lot of the other ones too i felt like which i mean i'm not expecting them to dye their clothes but like it felt like fabric that you would find already dyed like so they were just probably like, oh, this is tie dye. Like, let's just use this, you know. So I, I felt like a lot of them looked like you would find that like Macy's or like a Macy's, gown that Macy's, really Macy's. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. My <laughs> my problem with the whole runway was I didn't understand why this was the theme for this challenge. Like, I would have preferred if they've done like an old like dresses. Your character is yes. old, which i have done before. Like a golden. Yeah, golden golden and moment. I just think tie dye is such a like a, a weak category for season fifteen
1: done like palm springs like retirement yes. like something like that would have made sense but like, i agree i i think they're running out of ideas i think they're like oh what have we done tie dye let's just pull mm. that out in that so true but but why can't they just go back to old ideas yeah, once,
2: like i don't mind
0: seeing the same idea but but different girls doing it Hmm. or like a night of a thousand
2: betty whites i think that would have been like a perfect yeah, category that would have for
1: been this so good. oh yeah or like a night
0: of a thousand b arthur's would have been fantastic
2: Oh yeah, or yeah. like a nine of a thousand Rue McClenahan's.
0: Oh, what about a night of a thousand Stelgettys? That wouldn't have worked as well.
1: I would have came out dressed as a purse. Sophia's a uh, wicker purse. <laughs> or why
0: didn't someone just do that? Why didn't some, well? You know what they do? They don't get the exact assignment. They just get like a vague reference to it. So I don't know what the actual term was for this one. But uh, okay, so I have actually uh, the shirt now that um, Nathan was referring to.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like an Argyle like, golf shirt. Yeah, is yeah, it yeah. good? <laughs> Wait. But Nathan, okay. you either
3: like it or you
0: <laughs> don't like
2: it.
1: She was going preppy because she has like those khaki pants and they're like high-waisted. I don't know what shoes she was wearing. It
2: looks though. like she's out on the links.
1: It was hard
0: to see these shoes because I actually did see it because the khakis actually, believe in it, are really oversized. So her shoes are kind of hidden. Oh, okay. You
1: know? And the, sh- and the t- shirt is tight, right? Like it's tight-fitting? Yeah.
2: Fitting? yeah
1: you it's, it's but, very what, like did you have an actual question
3: nathan?
2: Club? well i didn't really mean for this conversation to to go it to these lengths but okay. i just thought like you know it was the best look of the show for me like the most interesting <laughs> look oh it, oh you liked it well, i don't know if i liked it but i was interested in it
1: i mean it got it, it made it on this podcast well, there you go yeah, yeah unfortunately
2: look. so <laughs>
1: <laughs> but nathan
0: don't you it, i love i think hobby just has such a great Knowledge about the fashion in a way that like makes sense and is easily communicated on the channel. Not
2: offensive.
0: Not offensive. Not telling people. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying, well, yeah. guys. Well, you, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna say anything because I get in trouble. Not about you. Not about you. All right. Um Have you said? All, have you said everything you want to say about the looks there, Javi?
1: Yeah, I was a little bummed that like this was like my like I just didn't love it. I was like, I know. This is, I feel like it was almost like. You know what? This is a good intro for someone who has never seen RuPaul's Drag Race and so be like, this is like a safe episode for you to like get into the show. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish
0: we would have had you on last week, because last week you would have had a lot to say, I'm sure, about the, the, the ball. It wasn't a ball, though, right? What was it? It was the room one, right? Yeah, the Where they room one like design the room. challenge. Yeah. Okay,
1: whatever ball
0: they have, though, you have to be on that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. that yeah. cool. Alright. On the main stage, RuPaul names Ora Maiari the winner of the challenge and places Jax and Robin Fierce in the bottom two, forcing them to face off in a lip-sync battle for their lives. The song, In Your Room by the Bangles. In the end, Jax lives to see another day, while Robin Fierce is asked to sashay away. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Why don't we start with you, Nathan Patrick Brown, from Wollongong downtown.
2: Yeah, I've already complained about the a lot of the judging. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing I didn't like was when Michelle says to Robin, she goes, let me tell you what you are. You're safe. And I'm like, well, no, bitch, she's actually in the bottom. <laughs> like, you can't call a bitch safe when she's in the bottom, <laughs> oh, you yeah. idiot, Michelle. Even though I got what she was saying, mm-hmm. Robin was playing it safe. But it's just like, oh, my God. If you want to send her home, just send her home. You don't need to come and make up critiques. And, yeah, I hated the judging. I don't know how Aura won. I, I thought Sasha should have won, if anybody. Yes, 100%. And I th- I kind of think Robin won the lip sync only because it hurt my eyeballs to see Jax in that outfit dancing around. So I disagree there, but it is what it is.
0: I think- Hold oh, on, let me just jump in here. I think they couldn't give it to Sasha because it'll be too obvious how well she's doing. Mm. Hobby, are there any notes you wanted to say that you didn't get to get out?
1: Yeah, I, I always get annoyed when they always tell, like Rue said, anything we touched about this, or one of you guys touched about it lightly earlier, when they're like, have Marsha put on more yeah. makeup, but it's like, if that's her aesthetic, that's her aesthetic, like, remember, didn't they ask Dusty Ray Bottoms a while back to get a, like, yeah, then they sent those, her like, home. Dots on <laughs> her face? Yeah, so it's like, that's like us telling Michelle, like, can you not, like, come in with, like, long nails and, like, black hair, like, come blonde, and, like, you know, it's just not who she mm-hmm. is, so yeah. it's like, don't. Remove her the identity of her drag because then it's not her character anymore. It becomes another drag queen, like another drag queen going to do going do her makeup and pull it off. So it's like that's her style.
0: Yeah, why does she need to? Because she she looks
1: whatever makeup light makeup she's doing. It's doing the job. It looks good. I, I think it looks mm-hmm. great. Like it's it, it's not like throwing me off. I understand what she's doing. Like. It's. I think she's supposed to look really like sweet looking, like kind of natural beauty, I guess. And they're saying
0: no. Look at a whore.
1: I wonder (laughs) if they're just
0: sick of that little thing. You know who does it too is like Nikki and Pierre, those TikTok queens, where they do the thing where it looks like their nose is really cold all the time. No, it's.
1: I think it's supposed to look Mm -hmm. cute, like 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 a a, doll, like innocent. Yeah, a doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So anytime I say doll hobby, gets really like yeah that's right that's
1: all (laughs) i i I know i get her reference like i understand it's cute i think it's cute that's why i'm like i don't mind it like i don't know why they keep on her
0: to do it it really bothers them um all right well you know nathan mentioned this earlier on untucked Uh, if you didn't see untucked they did it finally that we should have done it which is you know obviously the old gays were supposed to be in the episode they had to cut it because of time, and they just put it in untucked, and we didn't see. I mean, what's funny is the one time I probably would have wanted to see the judge interact with the queen. Yeah, they didn't put it yeah. in. I'm sure Megan Salter was really funny there, right? But like, no, we get to see uh, fucking the uh, d- d- girl from Riverdale or whatever talk to them. You know, I bet you we're gonna see Harvey Guillen next week talking to them. <laughs> but not Megan Stalt. anyway. Who cares, uh, Javi? Thank you so much for. Where can people find you, Javi?
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Javi underscore Suavi. Yeah.
2: Javi. That's a great name.
0: We'll
1: spell it. It's j a
0: v i underscore sorry, what? S-W-A-V-I. There you go. Javi underscore Suavi.
1: Wait, can I have a question I asked you guys? Sorry. did you, Was there a main look that you guys liked in that? I know we're not really no, talking right. about looks, but. Like, Sasha's like, oh, golf this?
2: shirt look from the workroom <laughs> was honestly, like, transcendental for me. What about you, Joe?
0: I just don't like tie-dye. So I don't know if there's actually, in, in a weird kind of way, Marsha's because it wasn't tie-dye. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't really like tie-dye. So I think this is a tough one to ask me that. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't really like it.
1: Yeah, this one was yeah. tough because it's either, yeah, it was hard. And, yeah.
0: All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15. So, for Nathan Brown,
2: Javi Miyabi, and myself, sashay away until next week.
4: Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com afterthoughtmedia. You can also email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us over at patreon.com afterthoughtmedia. This podcast was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Nathan Brown on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Alex S. Anonymous, April Pacheco, Astute Girl, Brad Coley, Carter McKinnon, Corinna Williamson, Deck Head, Doofus Maximus, E. Smith, Elizabeth Timmer, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Lauren Eckert, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Mike Yeager, Nicholas Springham, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Robert NYC, Sarah Yu, Robin Eganberger, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an afterthought media podcast.
0: Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race.